Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Back to the Blockbuster. My name is Gaius Bowling, and Jack Attack is back. What up, gang? How we doing? It's a Tuesday. You'll be hearing this on a Thursday. I hope you guys had a great week so far, and let's get to the weekend. Yes, and it, it already feel that time, already feel that way. Yes. Oh, I already do, of course. But and by that time, hopefully, Gaius, both of us will have seen Blackout. That's uh, true. Week. Yeah. Yeah, it does come out this week. Um, this is a very it's good because we were talking about how like we haven't had much going on movie wise, and now like all the industry news is really busy with like buzzy new movies coming out and a lot of big news uh regarding like major studios that we've been talking about on the show and like a bunch of other stuff. So it's good to actually have some shit to talk about. And uh Yeah, for sure. And it's also been a very busy busy week for uh Back to the Blockbuster, because yesterday I did uh, this guy, Mark. He's been on the show twice. I think before you were on, he has mm. a podcast. He has a podcast called The Release Date Rewind, and it's all about uh, movie anniversaries. So I was on uh, his show for Candyman, because I turned 30 on the 16th. And then we did like a little special thing for I Know You Did Last Summer yesterday, because I turned 25. And all of you that listen know that horror movies are not really jack's jam so 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 like there's a lot of uh yeah so like i feel like if he like he was like okay i'll watch it and i'll try to chime in but i think sometimes he's just like i feel like you if you could just riff with someone actually knows it really well then just just do that <laughs> instead of like no, yeah, you know force, instead mean, of forcing it, it. it it's just you know we're just calling somebody from the bullpen you know i mean it, yeah yeah I, I'm sorry, Gaius. I love you, buddy, but we're not. They just don't tickle my fancy in the only time uh, I watch horror movies. Only I mean, time I watch I movies is at night. Um, and I just don't feel like ending a night with my I don't know, the horror the movie. Horror movie. Like, and and your, during the day, conscience. I only watch sports. And if I can just get a little sports update, motherfucking Yankees taking down the Guardians and we're on to Houston, baby. So fuck the Astros. And let's talk about some freaking movies today. Yeah, sometimes sometimes we're a sports podcast just in case you were wondering um <laughs> i got that you got it you got to make sure that you're this is a well-rounded podcast okay that's true true just in case we want to like spin it off like if there's like a spin-off opportunity then yeah there it back is. to the there. back to the stadium there, there it is there it is um uh well i guess we can start um by have you watched anything new or interesting at all this week um, um yes so i so i think i mentioned it before that I watched uh, C with Jason okay, Momoa, with Momoa, and that had and that is finally uh, concluded. It only got three seasons. wasn't gonna wasn't gonna get a fourth, so they concluded it, and uh, it was good. You know, nice. um, I thought there was some weird weird. Uh, I won't give away the ending for anybody who wants to watch it, but there's I thought there was a, one odd thing at the end. Um, yeah. But uh, people forget that 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 this show came out when Apple TV Plus. Um, just came out and they needed just like content and at the time jason Moe was hot with uh yeah with uh aquaman and then apple tv just kind of just had some good bangers like good the good morning show um the space show it's getting up for all mankind you know some other shows so it kind of got lost in the mix but I, if people like jason momoa and like a little like action kind of kind of mindless uh yeah. thing to watch hungover or on a rainy day uh, I would give this a try. It's really fun. 
It's got some sweet action. Jason Moe's a badass. Basically just carries a samurai sword as a blind man. So you're just the entire time you're just like, what the heck's going on? Yeah. Um, and actually, mm-hmm. funny thing, speaking on on the whole moving funny in the show, because he's blind and obviously he can't fucking see. So they walk walk in a different way. Um, me, shout out Rocky and Adrian after the Dave Matthews concert, met the dude in Hollywood who actually like was the head of like movement and like interactions or whatever uh for c for uh, c so, <laughs> yeah dude like he, that's so another fun fact <laughs> and you'll, you'll like you'll like this one he is also the the, the dude who is the cgi stand-in for the main monster in i am legend the one that runs oh, through, oh, through, oh, that's through cool. the glass oh, yeah. the end. through the glass yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. that yeah, so wow. you never know you're gonna you never know who you're gonna smoke you're a joint gonna with. Run, you're gonna, you yeah. never know who you're gonna smoke a Dave uh, smoke a joint with after a Dave Matthews concert in Hollywood. So yeah, that um, is that's so that. random. I watched so random. I watched that. Um, and then I went on to Rings. Have you watched Rings? I still haven't watched it. Ring Ring of Powers. That <laughs> uh, yeah. That's All not right, good. so. That was awesome. I won't. I, I I still feel that people. I won't spoil it for people because it's one of those shows that a lot of people I talk to are like, I'm gonna watch it eventually. I just want to have a lot of time, which is totally yeah. fair because like it is a lot to like, especially if you watch it at one time. I think it'll be a lot easier for people, um, than me having to wait like every freaking Friday to watch it. But it was yeah. great. It leads to, um, it's gonna lead to a classic like, Hobbit esque like traveling story and that's gonna have you know the make it, the whole entire yeah. thing is basically the making of more doors so i can give that away um it, it's not much of a secret after a while um they do li- do do leave some things left unsaid with other parts of the story um which have like people who are like lord of the rings nerds like kind of bugging because it doesn't like line with the story Right. And the books and whatnot. So, you know, there's that whole thing. But overall, great show. Um, hilarious that they spent all like nine hundred million dollars on this shit. But it looks it looks great. Watch it and like, you know, your high definition TV gaze. It's really good. And then um just watch dragons, you know, everyone's talking about awesome. dragons, but it's good. That's good too. That, nothing really comes to mind. Which, which is the better of the kid- two? um are they are they just too different it's pretty uh you know no one's ever asked if no one's ever actually put on the end of that statement or are they just too different because yeah. obviously like we're just going to compare them as the two like you know they're the like fantasy, fantasy shows, shows. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly i would definitely say they're different because it's just like there's so much right there's so much riding on house of dragon to be good and like for like four or five episodes people were like all right, man. Like, let's you know, let's get along with like the story and like the you know the the epic shit. Um, and with yeah. the Rings of Power, everyone's just like, "This is new. I haven't seen a Lord of the Rings thing in like I don't know what is it like 10, 15 years." So, um, good to see and ex- excited to see where it goes. So, I think you know, um, they both have their flaws. Um, you know, so I'm not gonna get into them, but I want everyone yeah, to watch yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, they're both they're both great, and they're definitely um, you know series for them to rely on for the next you know Amazon's Amazon's cooking man. They yeah, Amazon good stuff, dude. They, Amazon threw they, a they lot of money something. into they threw a lot of money into that one in particular. Like they want that to be their 
like I remember when we were first reporting about it, they were like, they want that to be their Game of Thrones. Like, I, they wanted that to be like their signature kind of show. And um, no, and they can do it, man. They really can. If, if you've watched any of it, and they can go with the dwarves for a story. They can go with, you know, the other characters that I'm not going to ruin for you. They can go with Sauron, who is, you know, like they mentioned in the first fucking five minutes. So surprise, yeah. surprise. Um, stuff like that, man. But it, it it's it's gonna be cool. I'm excited for it. Other than that, um, lost sports this weekend. Lost sports. Um, what did I watch? Oh, okay, so I saw. What did you watch? Going going back to horror movies, I saw Halloween ends, uh, which kind of concludes the whole David Gordon Green, like uh, directed trilogy, also co-written with Danny McBride. Um, I mean, for everyone that doesn't know, uh. Uh, what they did is since so many people and this is not i mean fans like the sequels but for the average person the halloween sequels aren't great cinema uh that first movie though is considered great cinema so what they ended up doing was they had the 1978 movie and then david gordon green approached john carpenter and jamie lee curtis like i want to make a direct sequel to the 78 movie and that's where we're going to kind of pick up everything so ignore all those other movies after the you know, the first one that came out. And after the 2018 one became a hit, they were like, oh, this is going to be like a new trilogy. I don't know how planned that was. Uh, it sounded, I feel like they kind of did that when it made a lot of money. Um, but yeah, it kind of, it it culminated in this final film, which um, a lot of people are, I liked it. I liked the kind of big swings that it took, but it, it takes a hard left turn as far as, uh, if you're true, if you're a real big Michael Myers fan, uh, there is not a lot of him in it, but his presence is found and felt in it. Like there, he basically almost has like an apprentice in this movie, like, and they're trying to they're trying to just basically say that like kind of how evil, how contagious evil can be, and like how it can spread, and like it's an interesting story. I I just kind of I like what they did with it, but I can understand why certain fans are like, why would you? take this final like you're advertising as this like final showdown between him and Jamie Lee Curtis and the reality is like a good hour even longer is spent with this new character that you just meet in this movie and there really is very little Michael Myers so like I could actually feel the uh the discourse in the crowded theater I saw it in there was a lot of people that were like upset and then one guy yelled out this sucks like at the end of it um you know it still made money. It made $40 million over the weekend. That's great for like any movie and really good for a horror movie. Um, and also, yeah, this, man. Is not, this is not where it's going to yeah. end either, right? They're just going to reboot it again in like five years. That's it. like... what I was just about to say. It's like the one thing, one thing horror movies can do is that they just can like legitimately just like regurgitate like bare storylines or like cliche storylines that, you know, like we're going to find whatever and then just reboot the thing like I'm actually shocked this is the first time as you're telling me that they've done like an apprentice or like something, you know, I'm like literally shocked like that. Like how wasn't that like one of the other movies that were made? Like guys, it's not Michael Myers. It's like a fucking, you know, 17 kid who has this, who has the same kind of weird ass psychosis. And it's like the ease, like any, like the studio easily could have done that. They didn't have to put like Jamie, like Willie could have just made like, Oh, this kid, you know, just like somehow stumbled upon like Michael Myers or, or, you know, right. like, made it more of a universe of like weird killers rather than just yeah. Michael Myers, like doing, you know, coming back from the dead 
or like you know just getting absolutely maimed and somehow still alive stuff like that yeah. like the rob zombie ones were nuts i mean i remember those for, for a little bit but so um, yeah trash. a lot of a lot of people are like looking back on those now because you know rob zombie especially with his second halloween movie also took some pretty bold swings that were like very that kind of upset like halloween fans but uh like the same thing is happening with this one. And it's interesting that you mentioned, like, you know, why didn't they do the whole apprentice thing before? They've hinted at this in other sequels where, like, like his evil is, like, so strong that he can maybe pass it to someone else. Um, but that's also, like, a one of those things where it's, like, what kind of Halloween movie do you want? There are, there are people who are, like, is this dude just a man? Or is there something more supernatural at hand? And, they, like, these, these last uh, three movies have gone back and forth of like, oh, this is just a dude, or is there something more going on? They landed on, he's just a man in this, but they also kind of, also kind of dealt with this whole, like, he might not be the only, like, really evil thing in Haddonfield. Like, there's this other kid that's, like, has the same thing that's going on with him. And they, it, like, it's inter- it was interesting from a writing standpoint, but there wasn't just, I think for horror fans, there wasn't enough visceral, like, you know, they're, they're, the kills are kind of minimal. It's more of like a character-driven horror movie no god uh, forbid they actually you know develop a character in a horror yeah movie. and and that's what i'm kind of saying too because because <laughs> last year with halloween kills the big complaint was like oh there's not enough character development there's just too much like senseless violence and like you know you can't make anybody happy i mean i, I was on twitter the whole weekend this movie was out and just people fighting each other i thought like star wars fans were bad but no halloween fans are just as bad and this is also going on too when i'm i'm looking at that discourse and then i watched the last two episodes of a uh, she hulk and there was a ton of discourse about that too about like the daredevil stuff from like i guess the episode before do, I mean, and then do, the we, actual... do we want to do we want to can we can we like after this we got to talk about she hulk we can we i i, I yeah, got yeah. so much so, i got so much well, to say yeah so this was actually going on at the time of like looking at like oh like everyone's like up in arms about halloween ends but then i'm also looking on my feed and it's People are up in arms about specifically the last two episodes of She-Hulk. Uh, I mean, they've been talking about the show as a whole the whole time, but this was, I think, the last two episodes, especially the finale. I I saw a lot of like this is the worst thing Marvel has done ever. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I get what they were trying to do. If it didn't work for you, I mean, it's like with a lot of these things. Like, it, you know, it, it works for some people, doesn't work for others. I don't think it worked for you. <laughs> um, uh, but it's uh, at least they're trying something. I mean, I I want people to try something new, and like not just do the same thing over and over again. And if you take the chance, maybe at least that means like something. That might not be enough to like save your feelings about how how she all play played out. Okay. Um, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I I watched She Hulk faithfully and like would. And it took me like an episode or two to really, really get like it's a just you know tongue in cheek show. It actually did get better towards the the um Almost like then. actual like like <laughs> last like four, but like I really just gotta speak on Matt Murdock Daredevil. Um I think it's just a real real slap in the face to the, the mythos of this character. Um you know, you know like we're so obviously we're so we're only we've only seen Matt, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ben Affleck and then uh, Charlie Cox, obviously, and he was fantastic. So, like, we have this preconceived notion of what Daredevil is, right? And 
obviously, like if you've seen the show, you do not get that. It, it's you get that you get that daredevil, but like you know, he's a smart attorney. He's kind of quippy. You know, he's he knows he's blind, but he, you know, he's he's he. You know, we don't have to see his origin. Um, right. so he's got all like the the Matt Murdocky daredevil stuff going on at the same time, but then you just absolutely just like squash him and like yo she hulk good for you girl i mean good general for walters good for you girl like this season you got it in like hell yeah but like to do that to like such a an important character that like i think is gonna be integral to like the street team of the new phases of marvel that you literally put him in a box already and he's like Oh yeah, he's doing a walk of shame in his daredevil outfit. Like, are you like serious? Like, that's like it's funny, but like he's supposed to be, you know, a little bit. I wish they just took a little bit more seriousness with like the whole thing. Um, I do, I do mean, yo, having Jen Walters have like someone who is a lawyer and who is also like understands the soups, that's totally fine to me. Like, I I think that's totally fine. That works really well. It's just the way it was introduced of her, you know, them sleep together on the first or second night they do after the whole superhero thing. Yeah. Um, I think it kind of just glazed over the fact that like we're getting Daredevil again, born in a new born again series, and he'll be an echo, and he'll be, you know, what he'll have he'll be in a shit ton of stuff. And yeah. this is the first thing we see. So I'm like, you know what? That I just don't feel that that was necessary to be like. It's just more. It's actually now that I say it out loud, that maybe it's. A, do you think it's a ploy to keep She-Hulk in the mix more? I think so. I mean, uh, who? Someone made a comment. Was it Mark Ruffalo? I think when the when the show premiered, how it said that like he kind of feels that she's going to be integral to like these like Avengers movies that are like they're they're going to use her quite a bit. Um. So maybe it does. I mean, and maybe that is part of it. I also think like reintroducing him in a show that's more like like driven by comedy and I mean I, I get what you're trying to say about like it'd be nice to have him taken more seriously and I, I mean but I also understand like I get the whole like vibe of She-Hulk and like what it's supposed to be and it's a play on like sitcoms and all that stuff a little bit but I kind of see your point about because if you're I mean, even though we know that they've talked about, yeah, he's going to be a bit different from the guy you met on the Netflix show. Like, yeah, we kept reading that. But, like, it is a little jarring to see uh, what we had for, like, three seasons and then, like, what you get uh, when you see him here. It's a little, it's a little, it's different. But, like you said, I mean, like you said, he can't be quippy and stuff like that. But I get what you're saying, too, that it's, you know, it would be nice if, like, his reintroduction to all this was taken a bit more seriously but i mean i'm sure it will on his show or in echo and all that stuff too but yeah to kind of have the the reintroduction be like this was a little you know i'll say off-putting it was cool to see him i mean i think charlie cox is amazing in the role and like he, he clearly is like having fun being back and that's great but yeah i see your point no yeah it, it really all just comes down to just like daredevil is supposed to be like really badass and this and like if you're bringing back foggy nelson the actual character with what happens with karen um you know love karen um she's the best. <laughs> probably the only karen i actually like um <laughs> but yeah that's just, it's just that was just like come on if you're really if we're really gonna you know introduce the guy the guy back here let's let's give him a little that is also i just don't like the gold the gold and the gold 
to yeah. thing. I think it's really weird. Um, but yeah. other than that, you know, she helped. I mean, I, the ending was the ending. Um, very weird. Yeah. Um, it was very like meta kind of. I mean, I yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's that's that's like a thing that people do now. I mean, I don't know what edit, I, I edit. I, no yeah yeah i don't know how i felt about it. i mean like i in the moment when i was watching the finale i was like okay this kind of works for the like tone and everything but that i i don't think the execution was 100 percent you know done that well no yeah now that i'm thinking back on it it's like i'm so it's so hard to like think about like where the trend like the transition from like her breaking the fourth wall which i actually think she does pretty funny yeah, because um, yeah. she because the, the writing is actually done very well for the breaking the fourth wall, but like her breaking the fourth wall to get to Marvel Studios to yeah to get to Kevin, which I mean at the end of the day I thought that was kind of funny with the Kevin like the, he's actually just a fucking robot robot yeah which I could I could definitely see Kevin Feige being a cyborg like that's that's totally fair he's yeah, definitely yeah. He's like one of those he's like one of those Bezos types just weird people um, <laughs> always wears a blazer dad hat that's his Marvel Studios on it and jeans. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it just doesn't really lend much to the whole overall scheme of things, you know, which like it's, you know, you know, me and you've always said, like, if you're going to give us something, like give us something at least to like look forward to in the end. Um, biggest thing I can say is that like the abomination is now a comertage and that's going to play into something. And then yeah. all of a sudden Hulk has a, his son scar. So. Yeah. That could lead to like a a, a world of Hulk uh, Hulk world movie, but that's like, that won't happen for like six or seven years. So like whatever, it doesn't fucking matter, you know. Like if we're if we're if we're talking about that, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, they should have reset already. So, yeah. um, well, um, while I while we were talking about the Marvel stuff, because I kind of I forgot because you weren't uh, on last week. Uh, how do you feel about the just the well, starting with the delay for Blade, which kind of went into delaying, like, you know, pushing back Deadpool and then pushing back Fantastic Four and then pushing back Avengers uh, Secret Wars. Uh, the reason for the Blade delay is because they haven't found a new director yet. And apparently there needs to be some rewrites. And apparently Mahershala Ali is heavily involved in those because he there's been a lot of rumors that like he wants out. But I think he they said he, that he really cares and he wants to be there. Um we talked about it like a week before last where you were like, I, I really thought they would have like a plan B for their director for Blade. Like if this guy is not going to work, then let's go to this person. But I mean, maybe it was all too soon where they were like, we don't want to rush it because like they were going to start shooting in November and Atlanta. And, you know, I, I, I rather they not rush it. I don't mind. I mean, it does suck that we have to wait even longer, more so for like a Deadpool three. I mean, by the time it comes out, it'll be six years since the second one. And then Fantastic Four even longer since we had like a decent one. So like uh, in that regard, I thought I was bummed out about the delay, but I think the biggest thing from the delay that I thought was good though, because is having those two Avengers movies come out a year apart now, instead of within six months of each other, because that was the original plan. I think that would have been too much to have like two Avengers movies within six months. No, I would have rather have had that. Really? Yeah. Just for that. I'd rather speed you through (laughs) Just get just get me through it, man. Holy fuck, dude. You what do you tell, like, like you six... appreciate that like Infinity War gap? Like the like the gap between Infinity War and Endgame where like you were like has Was to, it like, really was it was that a really a, a year? year, yeah. Like that whole like time of like they really built they built it up and left you left you hanging with like a really depressing ending. Um 
Okay, yeah, but those are literally like all characters I grew up with and care about. Like so, this yeah, time we got know, half new characters. Yeah. We have no I have no idea where we're going. We have no idea where we're going with this. Like you're we're going into the quantum quantum realm, like no idea. Then you got the fucking Wanda Kamartage vision shit going on on whatever the fuck he's doing. Gamora. You have a new Gamora, so like she only yeah. has like one more movie, you know, <laughs> to like be Gamora. So like, dude, yeah. I couldn't just come on, just let's go. Wrap, like, I, I, it's annoying it at this point. I, I would definitely say like, like if if Hugh Jackman said he's gonna do Wolverine, let's fucking go. Just like let's go. Like I don't understand like why there's any fucking waiting to do like some of these things. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I think. I figured when they like, delayed, I'm, I'm, that, that was coming. Like this was coming no, when they were like, Blade, "Yeah, I think I've I've said it before. I want Blade to be done right. Like that could be their next like African American led full full cast. Um, it, needs to, it needs to be like, rated franchise. R. It, and been, that and they, that was it. And that's what I was gonna say too. I think that they they're like not gonna let a director like do rated R. And that's why he's like, all right, then I'm just not gonna, gonna do it. Balance, yeah. Yeah, and then Marshall Ali is like, all right, well, I'm coming in and step in. And, like, do you really want to, like, like, yeah, I don't think Marvel will let, would like, let the chance of them, like, having egg on their face one time where they're like, we're like, oh, yeah, we announced Marshall Ali is, you know, Blade. And he was, he was in the end Eternals voiceover with John, with, uh, whatever, the Black Knight sword, uh, Kit Harrington. Harrington, thank you. Yeah. Um. So, like, I think Mer- just let Mahershala kind of do his thing. I think DC coming out with an R-rated movie in that time frame, maybe two, would help them be like, all right, well, this is fucking sweet. Even though well, we already have, a, we we already do have with Joker and with Deadpool being rated R that they, you know they made money. So, um, I just yeah, rated, it definitely should be rated R, and I think that I think that is where the real snuff snafu is. Yeah. To lose to lose a writer and to rewrite something, case like is probably not that bucket. Uh, Steph Curry is just so goddamn good. <laughs> um, sorry, Laker fans, you're just getting smoked by twenty in the third. Um, uh, but I, I, you know, like, do you think that's like that's not that common to lose your director and then at the same time it's like lead actors coming in to write like that? I don't think I haven't heard that often, so I really right. think it's coming down to the 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 rated R content because like it's fucking Blade Man, he's got yeah. fucking he's killing he's killing vampires with a samurai sword and he's half vampire. Like yeah. you can't go soft with this because no matter even if you even if you think that like the first I'm only saying the first two because I, I I don't like Blade Trinity but like. The first two, if you, even if you want to say those are dated, they still are like the standard for what people want from their Blade movie. Particularly the second one, I think, too. I think the second one that uh, Guillermo del Toro directed was like, that is kind of how you do that. You do it dark and like gets a little bloody. It needs to be violent. If you're going to let Deadpool be rated R, then let this be rated R as well. I know they probably were like, we can't have two rated R Marvel movies, but like, I, I can't imagine like, Kevin Feige not like knowing that like it's really gonna upset fans if like you give us a PG thirteen Blade movie. Also, like what fucking thirteen year old kid knows about Blade? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> who, the, who the fuck? They don't give a shit about. I mean, like, I can't like like vampires are dope are cool, but like they're not dope. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, you you made like, that point. The... You made that point a while ago. It's like when you know the well, you're 
uh, or someone that you, you sent me like a video of someone talking about this. Like when we were with some of these movies, we were a certain age and then we grew up with them. And yeah. now it's like, now it's like, are they making them for like us, like people in their like twenties, thirties, or is it like, are, are they making them for like kids because like they have to kind of like, that's the new audience and they need them to grow with this as well. Like, like mm-hmm. no 13 year old is really like, like you said is attached to blade. And if they do know it, if they do know it, it's because they're just hardcore comic book fans, and they and I'm sure there might be some that like oh, yeah, are very, very much aware of him. But like for the most part, like the general movie going 13, 14 year old is not going to know anything about Blade. So at that point, you just make it for like the people who actually grew up with it. Also, and, like, you can spend money on an IMAX ticket. Exactly. So like that you know? is kind of that's that makes more sense to me than the like cater to like that and i know it's like the money thing and like that it becomes that's an issue like pg-13 rated movies like this like make more money like but then you have proof that it's not always true like i mean i know joker is not i mean it's it can be an anomaly right that wasn't necessarily no one thought it was going to make that much money but like it did like so like you can have like an r-rated comic movie and have it work and it can make money. Joker's a good example. Logan's a good example. The first two Deadpool. Oh yeah, Logan. Are, Logan. Are, Logan's a fantastic example. And like they all made money. So like yes, let Mahershali whoever needs to like if he is if the rewrite that he's helping with is like making it an R-rated experience, just let him do it. And then please find a director that wants to uh, really dive into that. And I, I kind of I wonder, and I'm, like of course we're just speculating. I wonder if the other director left because he maybe he wanted to make a more R-rated movie, and maybe that's what they were kind of fighting against. And like, of course, Marvel Marvel always keeps those kind of fights to themselves. It's DC that like lets those fights go out to the public. Um, but like, I wonder if that was the case. If that's why he kind of bowed out. You know, they kind of use the example of like it was taking so long to film, and he has he has other stuff to do. But even you were like what other stuff like he like delay the other stuff to like you're doing there, blade. Is, there, <laughs> there, there is nothing else yeah like yeah. it's a perfect time to put blade in in the rotation of like it doesn't you know it can the only thing it connects to is eternals it doesn't connect to like the world like you know quantum mania just yeah give me some vampires you know merge with a fucking samurai sword like i'm down with this be sweet yeah. um so yeah i definitely think it's coming down to just um writing writing for this because it's a delicate one and as i've said it's it's huge if it hits because it'll be yeah. very awesome with the african-american community and you know all of that yeah, i agree well as we uh transition out of marvel uh dc is having a, i guess dc and warner brothers discovery are having a very big week this week um they have the release of black adam uh on friday and then there was a lot of like Leading okay, so I guess starting last week is when we don't have to say anything about spoilers if if it already leaked, right? If it's already out there. Oh wait, wait, wait. but the full movie has leaked. No, no, just the end credit scene has. Oh has, yeah, well, has leaked. Well, has leaked. well, okay, yeah, we know okay, about okay. that. Okay, well, we're gonna. We we're gonna I talk. haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Don't. Okay. I haven't seen it. Playlist, if you're listening, do not post the photo <laughs> of the photo. In the clip. <laughs> I, I will absolutely lose it. Don't do that. All, All right. right. So Just I'll, like blank I'll talk, it out. I'll talk, I'll talk around it. So there was that yeah. good news. No, no we can talk. We can talk around. We can talk about it because okay. we know it's going to happen. And I know right. the scene, but I just I don't want to see it until I see it. So uh, playlist okay. when we're talking about it, do that later. All um, right. Yes. 
So Virginia. all you all you um people that love Henry Cavill so much, Jack is one of them. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, writing for like Joe Blow and then writing for CBR, I think everyone is a fan of Henry Cavill, especially when it comes to playing Superman. So he is in the end credit scene, the Black Adam. I won't. I read. I, I, at first I was gonna. I wanted to be surprised, and then I was like, I don't really care. I'm just gonna read what the scene is. So I read it. I know what it is, and that's cool. And that was like the first bit of good news. It was like, it was like they almost didn't really care about the leak. They're like, yeah, I wanted to leak because like you guys will talk about it. And like this is it's revolutionary. Like I just need to. I'm gonna cut you off, man. I was I was fucking right. I was fucking right. I told you. I told everybody listening. I Jack Gonzalez was right about DC and the old regime being dickheads, being just like flat out. No, we don't want Henry Cavill back. We don't want to do Superman. Anything to do with Zack Snyder, we don't want to do because he has too much control over the next slate of movies. And we're going to do as many different things as we possibly can with egg on our face. And where are you at now, Walter Hamada? You didn't even get a producer credit, baby. You didn't even get an executive producer credit. And that's what they yeah. do in the normal as like a thank you for your service. They were like, please don't. But don't let yeah, the not they, on the way they up, usually buddy. they usually when they don't even like you if there's like a bad like breakup they usually do throw your name on it like yeah thanks for like getting us here i guess but they're probably doing that it's it's fucking wild man like if you, uh, we're all we're both we're both referring to the hollywood reporter article um yeah. that was released i think on monday but um it's fucking ridiculous to read like what like Dwayne, like the rock like that's awesome like i like i've said it before like the rock is another movie star that like like is tom cruise like tom cruise would probably be the only other person who can get this done you know what i'm saying like that type of person so again i was the rock is also a movie star um to literally force or like literally uh, make a movement around he he went to hamada he said no he went around them to the other two executives and they were like yeah greenlit let's do it and for that to happen, literally six years, he even said it to ET when they were doing a, a video interview in six years, they've been asking for six years for this to happen. Six yeah. years. There's no Superman. And he wasn't even, he's a great Superman. Yeah. No one can say that he is not great. They can make all the qualms they want about the justice league, the, the mustache gate, or Man of Steel, which again, like I've said, top five movie for me, like one of the best ways to explain how a Kryptonian has powers on Earth and the grounded version of like, hey guys, that was his first four days as being Superman. It wasn't like he knew what he was doing when he killed Zod. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen that movie yet, like, come on. Yeah. Um, but so like, it's good to see, like, it's 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 good. It's this is the right direction, like. He's like you've you've probably covered it a lot too right now, Gaze. Like the Rock has been saying over and over, like, listen to the fans. I'm in a position right now where I can call the plays. Yeah. Like 10 years ago, like I couldn't do that. Now I can and I can execute on them. And I'm listening to the fans. And I'm bringing back Henry Cable. Cable, whatever. I'm bringing yeah, back Henry. He, he's been very smart about I mean, I, I've seen some complaints about using the Superman angle to promote black adam because like someone was like if i feel like it takes the shine off of your movie to like i kind of be like oh this other thing is like attached to it but i think it's actually really smart because he actually posted something on uh twitter too where he's like 
gearing up for the release of it on Friday. And he said this is basically the start of like almost like a soft reboot, kind of rejiggering everything a little, yeah. reshuffle a little bit, uh, everything a little bit. And he's made a lot of smart comments. Like so he was on the red carpet at the New York premiere, and they were like, "Hey, are you? Is it finally gonna? Is this finally gonna take a bite out of Marvel?" And he was like. This is not like what I want to do. It's not about taking a bite out of Marvel. He's like, I love everyone at Marvel. He's friends with Kevin Feige. He's had meetings with them. He's like, you know, they're doing their thing and I want us at DC to do their thing. And they asked him if like, if he would give any input about who should be like the guy or me or girl, whoever to like lead, you know, the DC like film stuff. And he basically said, you know, if they want me to advise on like who it should be, like he'd be more than happy to do it. At this point, I feel like it'd just be him. Um, it, it he cares deeply about like n- not just making sure this Black Adam stuff works. Because I think he needs he realizes that in order for like this to work, this whole other thing that they're trying to do needs to work too. Because eh? it it can continue to expand on like something really great here. He's fully aware of it. I think it also helps that he's really good friends with Henry Cavill. Like he was like, I think he kind of had a conversation with him. Like, dude, if you just like sit this out for a second and just like not say anything, I will, I can, I'll make this happen for you. And, you know, some people think that's kind of like smug of him to kind of be like, oh, he stepped in and did this. But like, he has a, if you're in a position to do it, like you do it. Um, Anyone who said that the rock is smug for that is, is absolutely ridiculous. Just yeah. look back to his Instagram before like he started posting every single day. He has a photo with him and Henry Cav- Henry uh, sipping whiskey and tequila, like, you know, in hand. And they're just like two of the most powerful people in the DC universe. Coming like, they've they've wanted to do this forever. So right. for it to finally happen and it's great. it's great, but it's just great. It's great for the overall environment. And right. like if we if I don't know if we, let's we, let's just talk about Black Adam and the reviews. Um, then we can get to like the overall bigger Hollywood yeah. Reporter article. We just kind of focus on this point of uh, that point of like Henry coming back because, well, shocker, it's a great marketing. It's a great marketing, but it's also great marketing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Can't you imagine like after like two or three weeks that they just they just say fuck it, release the release the scene? Like it'll be yeah, no, reviewed right? millions of times. I'll 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 watch it all the time. Um, like it's kind of like how I watched that Joker scene from the Batman um, yeah. that they released after the fact. Um, but you know, I've read and I'm not surprised that it's like, you know, a little clunky in writing, like shocker, like what, what it's not supposed to be a, a thematic, you know, masterpiece of, 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 of screenplay here, people. Right. It's, it's, it's a mythical God who's got electric, electric, electricity coming out of his hands played by Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Let's, let's take it for what it's worth. Yeah. I've, the... I've heard it's got sick action. Um, the it looks fantastic. Like it's just nonstop awesomeness. Doctor Fate, uh, Pierce Brosnan's awesome. Uh, Hot, uh, Hodges is great. Those two are fantastic. The rest of the team's kind of just side players, but yeah, that's what the that was another complaint that a lot of people are having is that you know they are introducing all these people in this one movie, and they were like saying that like a lot of them, especially you know the JSA or whatever, they get sidelined a bit in this. Um, uh according to people who've seen it and you know i i kind of figured that'd be the case like i mean like you're introducing them a little bit and like you know giving them their shine and i'm sure they'll get even more like in future projects i don't i don't mind that like they aren't like the center focus or i need to learn everything about them in this one movie 
um that was some of the complaints i've read from people who were writing reviews about it it's like oh like there's some interesting characters there but like the movie doesn't do enough with them and like i mean he's getting a lot of credit for being like of course charismatic and like uh there are some people that are complaining that like and this is just the nature of the character though that like you know someone said like why do you take one of the biggest movie stars in the world and have him in a role where he's just scowling and pouting for an entire two two some odd hours and that was like the review from from, like so i get that that point too too. i get that point because like the rock is known for like a a charismatic personality but this is supposed to be something very different from him and like you know when the reviews came out today they're not all out either by the way like 47 reviews were out this morning it had a 47 percent on rotten tomatoes it's gone up to 54 percent with 61 reviews it's still rotten but i do want to say this and i think this is i think almost every trade is guilty of this a week ago they were singing the guy's praises for like getting henry cavill back and doing all these things like help dc and now the narrative with you know not all the reviews out yet the narrative is like oh like almost every headline I've read tonight is, oh, look at how awful the reviews are for Black Adam. Like, oh, he might be trying to change the hierarchy of DC, but he can't do it with dismal reviews. Like they're just getting like, it's just getting mean at this point. And now like one of my buddies that works for another site was saying like, I feel like some critics just want to like take The Rock down a notch. Like I, he was like, I've seen the movie already. It's not bad. And, I, and I, I've read some of these reviews and it seems like they just want to be like, hey, like simmer down, like, you know, you need like a kind of like reality check a little bit, but like, it just seems like such a weird, like narrative shift to like now to be like, oh, look at how bad the reviews are when all of them aren't even out yet. I mean, it could still stay here. And I think we talked about it on here that I think it would settle at like 60, 65. I was, that's kind of where I can see it like ending up. Yeah, dude, that's exactly what I said too. Um, also, like, sorry, you made a lot of points in there. Sorry, no, sorry. <laughs> no, all good. Let's follow this rewind for a sec. Um, to the people who were talking about the like side characters, get off, get the fuck out of here. That's just like another thing you're complaining about. Like Marvel does it all the time. They bring in like odd characters that like no one knows who Sharon Carr is. No one knows who that is. <laughs> Emily Van Camp. Sorry. Yeah, like, no one. No one knows who that is. No one like no one's like oh man like you totally under underdeveloped the dude the, the chick that captain america kissed for the first time like get the fuck out of here like no one gives a shit about that she's you know superpowers um fucking another one colson you know we all love agent colson but like he, he, he was there for they like five gave, minutes no, like they gave they gave him a show though they gave, they, no they they gave, they gave him a show yes but we're, t- we're talking strictly movies and we're just talking like, like characters just like get the fuck out of here like so I, that's like you know I think they're just being mean to be mean. Definitely. Yeah. Um, they're definitely like picking on. I definitely like I agree with you that it should be around like sixty five percent. I I never imagined it to be like eighty percent. Like, The Rock yeah. doesn't make. Like, The Rock doesn't make like. Really like good, yeah, like, so like criti- so criti- I, critical I, movies I, like I looked the this audience, up. His his highest the audience one... might like be the is like yeah, what forty five percent. Yeah, no, critic, his highest critics? one is. His highest one's not even like a live action movie. Uh, is where he does a voice. So Moana is yeah, his highest Moana. rated. And exactly. then like if you want, so... if you want to go live action, like some of the Fast and the Furious ones are, but like where he's a lead, it's not like he has like a ton of like movies that are fresh. Now I would hope Central Intelligence has a seventy one percent. It's fresh. I would I would hope like Adam would get closer to that. Um, and his lowest Rotten Tomato score is Baywatch at seventeen percent. 
Yeah, um, but look at the book. Look but, at the but, but, yeah, but, but yeah, but what the point is too is that like people are acting like he's immune to like bad reviews, and he's never been immune to bad reviews. He's been in stuff that critics don't love. He's a he's a audience guy. He's a you know the movie going public guy. He I mean I think he appreciates when critics like his stuff, but I don't. He's he, not he's not going for that. He's not doing yeah. Jungle Cruise for for the independent writer in Toronto who's been a top critic on Rotten Tomatoes for ten years. Yeah, like so like he's not doing you know, it for that person. Do I think like for his ego maybe that he hopes that the reviews get better? Yeah, of course. But like I don't. I think at the end of the day, it's all going to come down to like what fans think of it and how much money it makes and all that stuff. And he won't even care what. Like Variety was the worst today. They're like really like just jumping all over the movie and its bad reviews and like they're like oh for all of his trying like he can like give DC a critical hit like it's just so like very pointed and like direct to like trying to like almost kind of like insult like whatever marketing power he's been trying to use for like the last Jesus few months now and then even more so in the last few weeks. Uh yeah, I think it's silly to I mean I I, I of course thought it was gonna start higher on the Rotten Tomatoes uh scoring side of things, but I'm also not entirely surprised that it's where it's at and you know it still has a ton of more it has a ton of reviews left to post. And I'm not sure where people are going to land, but I, I'm still sticking by my 60% on the low end. And if it, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I still think it's going to like be slightly fresh and that'll be good enough for them. I also just, also just don't give a shit about <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Reviews. Yeah. Since they, they did. Yeah. This is, they've done like they've done the, the good DC movies like horribly, like it's terrible. So um, I it do it's it, you know it is it is bad when you don't see the the tomato meter drop. Um, they don't do the, the thing for it, so that's not good. Um, yeah. that's always a bad sign. But again, like he doesn't make movies for critics. He makes a shit ton of money, and he makes it for the fans. And uh, it's just one of those things where you're like, yeah. Yeah. It's, what do it's, you expect? It's gonna. It's gonna look sick. It's gonna. It's. It's gonna. It's gonna. I hate to say usher in a new era, but like it's gonna bring new life to it. People are gonna be excited about it. Um, like and then the just and like guys like the Justice Society of America is fucking sweet, man. Like if you like if you don't understand like what the, the possibility of that, it's freaking awesome. Um, specifically Doctor Strange, but out of Doctor Strange you can get Constantine, you can get Zatanna. You can get Swamp Thing, and you can go in that dark dark route too. So, like, I don't know what they would do with Adam Smasher because it's kind of weird. Because if we're in canon with Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I've heard it's very Snyder esque movie, I've read that too. That it's I read that too. So I I'm read, very excited I, about I, that. I read that. They, I read that they. I feel like they just want to correct all all that. Like they really want to like. At they least want Zack mix- back. They want they, they want to they want to make some peace and like maybe he would be like with all those people gone like that kind of uh made his life hell at Warner Bros when he was working with them uh he might reconsider and like you know they they have I mean uh that Hollywood Reporter article also mentioned that James Gunn is working on some DC project they like they said it's like some secret secret project I don't know what it is um well, before 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 that before you getting into that because there's a lot of like they're they're doing the pool so we were saying yeah. like the 
I'm not like they're gonna have great characters in this movie. Justice Society's awesome. Cyclone and Adam Smasher, they're gonna be cool, fun characters. They're both um of 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 not white descent too, so that's good for the whole. You know, that's great for the team, um, to get new things in there. But uh, you know, it's 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 just gonna be a fun fucking movie. Like, oh, the villain isn't that much. Like, guess what, guys? I'm not here for the villain. Yeah. Like, if if you know anything about Black Adam, he really doesn't have a lot of villains. He's just more of a troublemaker. You know. Yeah. Or like he helps or he helps, you know, anti-hero guys. So in an anti-hero movie, it's usually always focused on the anti-hero. The yeah. villain is like whatever gives the fuck. So yeah. From that point. Like yeah, some guy uh, this this is like one guy for the rap, this is how he described it, and it's a bad review, but he says the idea of introducing new heroes with powers first, origin later seems appealing on paper, but knowing nothing about the Justice Society and its members doesn't make them particularly interesting adversaries for our anti-hero protagonists. I'm not here to see Cyclone and Adam Smasher. I'm only confused personally because they're supposed to be the Adam, which is Ryan Choi from Zack Snyder's Justice League, director of nanotechnology for uh, for whatever the hell it's called, um, or Adam Smasher here. So there's that to talk about. But I'm excited, dude. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. Like, just like, do you not see the preview of Doctor Fate's like fucking house and mansion shit? Like, that looks awesome. Yeah. So, all the, uh, all and the, uh... and we're we've glossed over the fact that we get to see inside like Arkham Asylum or like wherever Amanda Waller is like holding all these prisoners and shit. Yeah. And so you know, just. This is a this is a bigger picture movie. I mean, I mean, that's what it seems like. It's like turning into this is like more than just like a star vehicle for the rock and all that like it's clear that like this is like a they want it to be a they say slight reshuffle but i think you know they want some things to change and they think it, it can start with this and uh i mean they probably wish they were getting better critical reviews but whatever i mean it's that's not what the movie's made for i both you and i knew that wasn't going to be the case uh but you know, if it's successful and fans love it, uh, then he he would have done all the things that he needed to do to kind of uh, kickstart this like new era of uh, DC film for them. And you know, I I honestly I feel like the box office tracking is like nudging up. I don't know how it's going to do now that the reviews are out because that can change things. But like, uh, it seems like there's even more awareness for it this week compared to when it entered tracking. Um, and I also think it's also going to be a massive hit, like around the world, like more so than here. I mean, it's going to be an international kind of big international player. So that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually prepared, like just on the financial standpoint and what it is going to do for their future. I already want to call it a win. Cause I kind of feel like they have a feeling that like, they, it almost seems like they're all like rejuvenated a little bit. That whole like little that whole company's rejuvenated. They feel Tell confident. Me, they feel confident about where they're going next. And like been saying they, it they for months. That. Been saying they it need, for months. They needed that really, really bad. Yeah, they and, really uh, needed just a little jolt of life. Um but back to what we were talking about um with the whole entire the wrestler report. So I'll just go over the cliff notes of each one and then we can go to each one. Um, we've already been over Dwayne Johnson went around to Walter Mata to be cameo. Um, James Gunn developing a new mystery DCEU film or two. 
Matt Reeves, um, Batman's Rogues Gallery spinoffs, films yeah, and series awesome. are to development with like Clayface, Scarecrow, and Professor Pig. Um, those would be fucking sweet. In we the, mentioned the, we mentioned some of those characters too as like people that'd be fun to introduce. Yeah. And Again. like the in the in the reverse, so that'll be sweet. And yeah. they're doing Batman too, obviously. They, they wouldn't do that. Right. Um a Flash 2 script has Our already finish. been written by uh David Leslie Johnson McGall Goldrick. Um and it's only if it does well at the first box office, the first box office does well. So hopefully need some momentum on that front. And then new Superman project with Henry Cavill in the works at Warner Brothers Discovery. It's a Man of Steel 2 produced by Charles Robin, currently in search for writers. Um, the writer-director wish list is um, Christopher McQuarrie. I don't know. Oh, the Mission Impossible. Oh, he yeah. Did one, he did one of the Mission He did like the... the... Has he done the last few? I think, yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's writing those right now. That's, the, yeah. that's what the article said. Um, so yeah. he's wishless, but I don't think he would. Um, I don't know, man. Get see Nolan back. Tap tap Christopher Nolan, who was a producer on Man of Steel one. Man of Steel, yeah. That would mean, dude, you, you got to give credit or credit to that movie was epically visually epic. Um, yeah. I'll just keep saying that after the cows come home. Um, Dwayne Johnson is just you know powers to plans to make the place bigger with other movies like Justice League vs. Black Adam, Justice Society vs. Justice, Justice, Justice Society he, of America vs. Justice League, Superman versus Black... He wants a lot of that, too. Other stuff. And then last one is Wonder, Wonder Woman 3 moving forward. Uh, Patty Jenkins' script imminent. And the rumor is that the, the, uh, the film will end towards leading up to a trinity film which would be pretty fucking sweet just a straight up batman superman wonder woman uh film would be pretty fucking awesome I even though we wish... get for we get a little bit of it in like batman versus superman or justice league but like just those three the ogs the smartest ones of the group like you know they've known each other for a while in the mythos so that'd be pretty cool i kind of wish he wasn't writing wonder woman three though I really I mean, wish was, she wasn't right. I really that was the, that was writing. the issue. That was the issue with Wonder Woman too. It's not like so she bad. It's not like she directed it poorly because like clearly she handled the first one very well. It's like I feel like she's one of those people that don't that needs to be like. It sounds really bad. Like kept in check. Like kept in check. <laughs> and like let's someone else. You want him to write it? I want, uh, he wrote the story <laughs> for the. He, he he at least did the story for number one. One, which was great. So, you know, just. Yeah. Just ease him back in. Just ease him back in. Just let him. Just let him come back. Just let him come back. Yeah, there's gonna um, be. A, he has. He has. I'm sure he has a ton of PTSD from like working with them. It's gonna be hard for like him to want to come back. If Ben, if Ben Affleck can come back from which almost drove, which bet, which Batman drove basically back into alcoholism. I think Zack Snyder, who is a huge DC nerd, would come back if the you know if all the, the old crew back together. But nonetheless, yeah. um. Let's go over the headlines um, in more detail. Um, so what I read on there and actually kind of like this a lot right now is that like because David Zaslav said stuff like oh, we want to like focus on the IPs that we they know and focus on. It's kind of like directors and production houses that like, you know, of directors are like going in and basically trying to snatch up 
all the characters that they can and be like, this is can. mine. This yeah. is yeah, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. And then Warner Brothers, from my point of view, I think they're being like, okay, they're yours, but you have to communicate with everyone else how you're doing it so we can at least look like what we're doing. Hopefully that's what they're saying to them, maybe too. Um, yeah. you know, something like that. So excited um to see like who grabs what you know like yeah. because there's fucking uh jj abrams is in the mix he was supposed no, to do like, a lot of supposed to do a lot of um i'm trying to blink too uh, uh the, the mystical arts he was supposed to do a lot of john constantine yeah he was supposed to do justice league dark or um and those all got dropped right or not dropped but just like yeah um and then there's obviously Christopher Nolan. He was always down to do something like this because he obviously did Man of Steel. So really interesting, man. Like it, it would be really cool to be like all of a sudden, like you know, like Denis Denis Villanueva like grabs a Villanueva like grabs a fucking grabs one and be like, oh yeah, I'll take this guy. Um, and plus, like dude, we still have like Blue Beetles coming out. That's gonna be sweet. You never know. That's coming. Oh, out I kind of I kind of forgot about that. No, yeah, for some reason, for some reason. For some reason, I thought it got lost in the shuffle with Batgirl and forget it. It, it didn't. It <laughs> it's, didn't. It's, yeah, still, no. it's still. It's still alive. It's still very much just, alive. Yeah. So just one fuck you to Hamada. It's just like here's your movie done. Um, but uh, so I'm very interested to see like how like that whole like who's gonna get what. Are they gonna start like giving us a plan soon for like maybe DC DC Fandom if they ever do that again or something like that. So very excited. For that like, aspect of like Hollywood to go also down. also very you know a smart thing to snack snatch up all that talent right like I mean like I think when you're having a conversation with Matt Reeves and then James Gunn even Dwayne Johnson people like that where it's like okay this is what we want to keep you for the most part like in-house like what like what do we need to do to like you know almost make sure you don't go and like I think it's cool that like at this point you know, people like Matt Reeves or whatever, like pitched him on like, these are my ideas this is what I want to do. And they're like, okay, then we don't want to let you go. And that's, uh, that's smart. I mean, like, you mean, you want to keep talent like that in house. I mean, that's kind of what Marvel did a bit with like, it, it's weird because like, I'm saying the Russo brothers, because I think it worked for like the movies they did for Marvel. The stuff they've done outside of that isn't, it's like hit or miss, but I think like snatching them up when they needed to, when they did those, like, you know, the, Second and third, the, sec- the second and uh, third Captain America, and then have them go into doing Avengers. That was a smart thing to do because they were like, "Hey, you know, they've made these two really good movies that people love. Like, critically, have gotten like uh, more improvements from like uh, critics and stuff. So, like, let's keep them. Let's keep them here." And like, they saw what Matt Reeves did with the Batman. They're like, "Okay, he has all these other ideas for what he wants to do with like a, a whole rogues gallery of like uh, villains." Uh, for this stuff like yeah i mean like it, it makes me feel better and more confident that like you know the fact that people like matt reeves want to stay like they've had conversations with them and they're like okay like you're you're trusting me with this and i'm trusting you to let me like do my thing and that makes me feel better about what they're doing moving forward whereas before it felt like a hot mess and now it feels like something a bit more cohesive i think 
Yeah, it's no, it's 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 just it's better to just do like especially because like I think the Matt Reeves deal, he also Warner Brothers Discovery has like first bid or first listen on For any his of his other, other stuff. Projects. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you just like make that deal with every director who you're like going on a limb with or like who is a who's a who's a established director and is like, hey man, we really need you. We yeah. really want you to do this movie. And if you do this movie. You can sign a contract with us and we'll back your next like two movies, no questions asked. I think that's such a win because like now you're securing some of the biggest names in directorial directory directing yeah. know, directorial world, whatever the fuck I was trying to say right there. But now they're also like, okay, well, it's not that they're treating me well for this movie. They're gonna let me like do my thing on a couple other you know, movies. Like passion project, whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. doesn't we're not so we're not talking like another two hundred million dollar movie. We're talking like a 50 70 yeah. every every single director and i don't know a lot of directors i'm making a huge assumption on this one every single director has a passion project that they can make for like under 50 million dollars they do <laughs> most of most of <laughs> like, them do yeah like you know what i'm saying like every single one of them has like one story they want to like bring from the from broadway put it on to like yeah. thing like this one that... book they would do and they're like all i need is 50 million it's like okay here like right. <laughs> All right, make transformers you know you, for us and then do this and we'll let yeah, you have your passive product exactly like make <laughs> yeah. us at least 300 million and we will literally do back your 50 million yeah and do whatever and guess what that'll probably make more money they'll make money too so again who's yeah. winning here like it's hello yeah so. and also it also feels like a full circle moment because i feel like what they're doing with these with this new round of talent they didn't do with snacks i mean i know it was a different regime and stuff but they saw that that wasn't done with Zack snyder that wasn't done they didn't do what they needed to do to keep him and they kind of like walked all over him and then continued to for like even after he was gone and i think that's kind of like it seems like they just like don't want to repeat that mistake because like i'm pretty sure the people that are there now probably are like you you we really missed out on having him still be here and like you know and now they're just trying to maintain like the talent that they do have. And I really think that that kind of plays a lot into it. Like watching what happened with all that, like what could have been and then what it turned into, that probably had a lot to do with like, we need to really lock these guys down and then make sure that they're happy. Like oh, that's yeah, important. <laughs> I think it's, it's super important. And a perfect example is Netflix doing it with Zack Snyder when he did Army of the Dead. They're like, what was it like? five months later army of thieves came out and like five months later like they made like i think they filled in like whatever like they filled it really fast or whatever it's good it's a fun watch it's not no it's not nothing's groundbreaking but what it did was that Zack snyder brought a dude from the outskirts put him in the thing and then was like hey netflix this dude can direct and like go from there so it's like the question of like, yeah, why wouldn't have Zack Snyder like built, you know, been able to like build like a little like army of like fucking directors and, you know, they all love DC and they're all nerds and they all communicate. Like, I would love to imagine like, like Jet, like, obviously, unfortunately, Patty Jenkins has to be there. But Patty Jenkins, Zack well, no, Snyder. It's, like, it's cool. If she, like, she could do James Wan. <laughs> like, they're all sitting in a room together, just like fucking around, talking about yeah. shit. Uh, fucking the David Sandberg, the, I think his name is Sandberg, the shazam director james gunn just like all of them like sitting around in a fucking conference room and on the lot like doing shit like that that'd be so fucking cool um yep. but you just kind of need that camp especially and that's and you're totally right by saying like yeah they just kind of like 
the thing that went wrong with that is Zack Snyder loved it so much, and they get and they promised him five movies, so he did that, and he gave it to him, and then they were like, you know what, never mind, because we didn't make a billion dollars yet, so. No. And then when you really think about it, like it's just a really dark, sad thing that they did to did to him because mm-hmm. like in the midst of all that, he has like this real life like family tragedy, and it's not like like that goes on. And then it's like, okay, well, how we're going to report this is that you need to go take care of this, and someone else is going to step in. But like, it it it, um, it was like no respect even then, like for that whole situation either. Like it was just like you know. I get it. It's a business and the show must go on. But like this guy gave you a a lot of groundwork, you know, to kind of work with. And like you said, just because like you didn't pull in like, you know, some Marvel money, like it's so, like so weird. And we've talked about this before. It's so weird to call Batman versus Superman. I don't love it, but it's weird to call it. I've read, I read deadline call of this. I've read the Hollywood reporter call of this variety it's so weird to call a movie that makes that much money a box office disappointment like it's a weird like thing to say it's like, like it, 900 it made, something it million makes, dollars it makes like, shy still, like, like still, yeah are you serious like it's so weird like, to say that still i don't think civil war so i don't think civil war made a billion i don't think so either actually yeah so yeah. like we had two superheroes of three wonder woman but uh you had two they had eight and eight years had a star and they still make a billy so yeah no it's it's one of those things that there's there's going back to the whole article is that's just that the old heads of the studio were idiots yep and like oh. just didn't see the writing on the wall like the fans dictate what would you guys do not the other way around like you're, you can't tell us like we're not just gonna be like oh this is awesome i love this like no i hate this like i'm just like i'm gonna tell you because like Unfortunately, we live in a world of Twitter and everyone's opinion matters, but in this sense, kind of does because yep. the critics and they, and they, now and they start they started, they started playing it smart, too, because instead of having the narrative out there about the Flash and Ezra Miller and that being a disaster and then the whole Batgirl thing being a disaster, like, they finally, like, changed the name. I mean, I know they were probably waiting to the get closer to the release of Black Adam to change this narrative. I kind of wish they would have done it sooner for their sake i guess but like now it's nice to actually re- like when i saw that thing pop up in my uh inbox about that hollywood reporter story i was like it was nice to read like good news for them <laughs> like it's very it's very positive like finally uh and they can you know deal with all the other bullshit later because i mean they're still bullshit but like they have something bigger they can kind of look into and like work work on and build to and I think it's a good time for uh, DC fans now. I think like starts with Black Adam and hopefully continues with like Shazam and then you know Aquaman and like you know and then of course the Flash. Like I you know hopefully this is like the start of a string of like successful uh, projects for them and they can finally get yeah, out. Yeah, no, it's dumps. they have. Uh, I keep forgetting that like they have also like we saw a trailer for Shazam and Aquaman kind of. But yeah. um, yeah, that's really on deck do next. Want, I do, I do, do want a updated Flash trailer. I do want another one of those. Yeah, yeah. Then we out. we only got that. We got that like small like. When did they do that? Was that the? I think it was Comic Con. They got that one. Yeah, but the, um, the, and they had like the. It was, yeah, it was really short. 
So, but they did a lot of reshoots and Batman's in it, so we'll figure we'll figure it out. Um, for that notion, ooh, good play. Um, and then fuck. Now that you mentioned that, there's something else I wanted to bring up. What the hell was it? Um, continue talking. I'll remember it. <laughs> uh, no, I I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited for what they're gonna do. I'm you know I'm we've used to predict box office like during the summer. Um. I know we talked about the tracking for Black Adam. I honestly think it's going to go above the tracking. Tracking is at 70, 75. It's going up and up a little bit. It's going to um, be 110. Yo, you're going with 100? So I, I'm not as confident. I I was going to say like 90. Domestic or worldwide? Because worldwide. No, be- dom- just domestic, dom- domestic opening. $90 million. Still going 110. And like, you know, they're, and I'm like, some people are like posting it like shots of like they're like sold out showings already so like i mean i know that's just like a small pocket of like the well, world sharing it but like it's it has a potential we don't we haven't had a big movie in like a while and i think people are hungry for that too we haven't had one since technically bullet train and that wasn't even like a huge movie um so it's good to have like a big tentpole release coming out and um yeah, I just can't quite pull the trigger on like a hundred million yet, but I think it, I think anything eighty and above is good here. And then you know, like from there, like I you know, domestically, I don't think it's gonna like blow the roof off like by the time it's uh, finishes its run. But I think like worldwide, it's gonna be a huge, huge hit, though. Um, but we shall see. Um, the Rock can open movies high. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying that all his movies open high, but like, he made Skyscraper even open a decent like <laughs> amount of money. I mean, like, if he could do that with that, uh, he can do much more with Black Adam. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, man. So that's what we got. Um, that's what we got coming, and like, I don't. Know, it might be good to wrap up there because, like, I, I think the next thing that. Uh, we'll be talking about next week it's probably going to be a uh it'll be a spoiler filled discussion about black adam um because we haven't actually had like a movie focused episode in a while and this should that would be a good one to uh have to see if it lives up to all of your expectations i'm i'm coming at this a lot differently than jack because i'm not like i don't know a lot about black adam and uh, i'm just kind of going into it just to be entertained and uh that you know that's about it um i have a feeling i will be um but we shall see and that will be our uh that'll be what we'll be discussing next uh all the ins and outs of the movie and like after seeing it where we think everything's going to go from there um yeah i'm excited uh, man it's gonna be it's gonna be freaking awesome man i'm just telling you just gonna have a non-stop fun non-stop and uh yeah. oh Funny, a little less tie on. Uh, if you if you've watched the trailer, uh, the Arab dude who's like, did he catch a rocket? That's uh <laughs> that's the comedian, the comedian Mo from that sh- that random show I told that I, I watched on Netflix, which was very funny. So, uh, oh there you so go, funny. Yeah, Mo. So watch Mo if you don't watch, watch Mo. It's very funny, <laughs> very funny. But yeah, no, right, super guys. excited for Black Adam. Gonna be a great time. I still haven't bought a ticket, and I do not know when I'm seeing it because. Boss is in town, so no idea. Oh, uh, well, um, I think I'm going with my brother. Uh, he really wants to see it. Um, 
but maybe I'll see it more than once. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just so excited. I'm just so ex- so excited for a big movie to come out. Um, yeah, I'm definitely seeing it again. Um, but yeah, you uh, everyone go see Black Adam this weekend. Check out Dwayne Johnson. Check out Mo. Uh, I'm sure he's great too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, and uh, hopefully most of you guys see it because you'll be able to listen to us talk about it next week. Um, I'm pretty sure Jack will be nerding out harder than I will, but I will try to keep up on uh, that oh, level of excitement <laughs> talking right. about you're it. Damn right I will be. Um, and like I said, um, you'll be hearing this episode first on Thursday, and then you'll get um, Jack won't be on the second episode, but uh, Mark from Release Date Rewind will be on the I Know You Did Last Summer episode the following day on Friday, but you're getting two episodes of Back to the Blockbuster this week because why not um just, just, saving me from, <laughs> just saving me from having to not interject no at all yeah at all yeah you know, yeah you know, whenever a horror movie anniversary comes up or anything like that i know to reach out to anyone else <laughs> to do it with me oh what or one time i did it alone so like it was you know it, that's how like much i know he wasn't gonna watch like hellraiser so like and that's fine. There's certain things that like I nope. you know don't watch either. Um, He's not gonna and, watch a sports documentary. And, and and you know, thankfully, Twitter and Instagram is full of fans of like all the other nerdy shit that I'm into. So they always yeah. want to be on, and that's awesome. And they're always one on, guys. Out. Hop on. So that's cool. So in the meantime, you can uh, listen to us wherever you get your podcast, fish, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Good Pods HQ, Google Podcasts spotify wherever you choose to listen to us uh we love you for listening again i always mention the good pods though because like it gets shared a lot on twitter and we're still in the top 10 for film reviews on uh good pods and uh in the we go in and out of like top 10 top 15 or top 15 for like all tv and film reviews but that's a good place to be in because there's a ton of shows on good pods in that category so Thank you for keeping us uh, up in a really good spot. I mean, based on what Gay said, it sounds like everyone's been doing their homework assignment. So before you guys, before we sign up, I have to give out one more homework assignment to all the people listening. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Uh, tell us some good topics you want to talk about. Hey, if you want to jump on the show, just like Gay said, shoot us a DM on Instagram and Twitter. And let us know. We're always happy to hear somebody else come on. Just know that we're filming on the West Coast time. Um, uh, tell, tell your friends about the podcast. We appreciate all the sharing you can get. Uh, we have really appreciate you guys. And last thing is, go Yankees. I hate the Astros. Go Yankees. Positive vibe. People out in New York, go Yankees. Uh, like, subscribe, like, subscribe, comment on Instagram at Back to the Blockbuster. Um, this is Jack signing off. Go Yankees. Love y'all. Peace.